Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get right back into it with our panel, John Carmichael, Dave Sparrow, and Stephen Holliday, the deputy mayor and counselor for Ward 2 at Tobacco Center. I got to ask you, Stephen, because yesterday your colleague, Kristen Wong-Tam, chaired a meeting of the Board of Health, and they were looking at what to do to uh, curb community violence in Toronto, the gang and gun problem. And uh, what was interesting, well, number one, I'll ask you just uh, off the top, I mean, is there any point in purpose to, you know, a board of health committee that she's comprised of? They came out with a report, I guess, 13-page report, seven attachments. Is this going anywhere? <clears throat> Buried in there, there is some nugget of goodness. Oh. But the, the issue is, is uh, more so than, than usual, this was a highly charged and political meeting. And if you, you peel back the recommendations, the whole pile of them um, came through. But the ones that originated with the chief medical officer of health were interesting and I don't think that controversial. The, the medical officer of health said, you know, can we bring a bit of a health approach to some of the thinking we're doing on something called the Community Safety and Wellbeing Plan? And that's a, something that the city has to prepare pursuant to some Ontario legislation about how to deal with social issues around gun violence. I think most people will agree there, there is some role for the city's government in this. And the medical officer of health had some ideas and, and some opportunities for her role in that, and we know that on initiatives like, say, the focus table where, you know, the police and others deal with mental health issues that have potential to stem into gun violence. The problem is, is, you know, the Board of Health is the Board of Health. It went too far, and it, it of course, wanted to ban, once again, handguns and ammunition and all sorts of layer-on motions that, you know, look good on paper and uh, sound like the government's doing a whole lot, but I'm not convinced are going to change things. You know, if it was just the swing of a gavel, we'd all do it and make it happen. But this is a tough issue to crack. Well, you know, you say the swing of a gavel. As a matter of fact, I was reading Sue Ann Levy was covering that for The Sun, and she was talking about some of the deputants there. Uh, One man insisted that special black courts are needed, like those for Indigenous folks, to focus on, quote, the colonization and oppression of black youth offenders before they're sentenced. John Carmichael, I mean, uh, we know that there are Indigenous courts or sentencing regimens dealing with Indigenous people. Do you think it's time to consider that same kind of prism for Black folks uh, in the community, you know, who commit crime. They have special black courts. A guy actually brought that up at that meeting yesterday, didn't he, Stephen? Yes, so says the quote. And you know what? All kinds of people come with all kinds of agendas to these meetings, and they weave in the topics to fit into what's being discussed at that meeting. Well, all right. Any merit to that, John? No, I don't think so. I I, uh, I can see where you bring in all these disparate groups, and you're going to have ideas from A to Z, you know, in terms of... Uh, some may have merit, and as you said, there was a nugget or two in there. But, but I think at the end of the day, we've got to get behind our police and and find ways to address the gang gang violence issue. Uh, Stephen would know better than I do, but I'm told there are in excess of a hundred identified gangs 
now in the city. Is that is that what we're dealing with? I hadn't heard that number, but I would believe it because a lot of the discussion focuses around the gangs. And I think there's a, there's a couple of groups of people that we're dealing with here. There are the, the mature adults that are out there doing bad stuff. You know, there was a robbery today. I don't know if there are youth and adults, but my guess is they're a bit older and they're well into a life of crime and perhaps some, some tough sentencing needs to deter these people. But I will not forget about the youth. And, and if we can help get to these people early and steer them down a prosperous life, maybe they don't turn into a life of crime or be used by the gangsters as foot soldiers in all of this war that they've got. Yeah, you know, we've talked about this so many times now, whether or not it's a, a matter of more social work, uh, whether it's <clears throat> deterrence through stricter or tougher sentencing or some hybrid there in there. I'm just curious to pick up on that one point that, you know, special black courts. Sparrow. So <clears throat> I am not qualified to say whether that's a good idea or not, but I will say this. Ideas in general, as they come from the community, are good. Community involvement is good. You heard it at this, uh, or it's reported on that it happened at this meeting. Um, basically, uh, Suzanne Levy derides um, the things that are being done, anti-racism, poverty reduction, youth equity task forces, etc. Here's my question, and I'm not a, a social scientist, but are we judging the outcome of these efforts we're making with the right metrics or, or, or the wrong metrics? So, for instance, gun violence isn't coming down as a result of this, but could we find that the efforts that are being made are perhaps putting more people into post-secondary education than before, perhaps keeping more people out of gangs than than before, perhaps giving uh, people more hope or building up families or any number of the things that we actually want to achieve that may well address the gang activity in the long term. There's no question, and I've supported before, the idea of uh, proper sentencing and proper policing and, and of disrupting the flow of guns into this country and trying to reduce gun crime. I'm totally in support of that, but it can't be done just alone. And what this article from Levy uh, actually leaves out at the end is so what is her her magic bullet solution that that hasn't been um, tried what is it that we're not doing well I think the point and purpose of her piece was that you know there's a whole big wank being uh, exhibited here by Kristen Wong Tam in lieu of Cressy because Cressy's wife had a kid and so he was away and so they're going through the motions or you know they're making it's a make work project a lot of virtue signaling and it's costing the taxpayer a pretty penny and at the end of the day, there's nothing really to show for it because they're not auditing any results for all the monies that are being spent on this kind of stuff. Well, there yeah, you go. and I think it's a shift of focus, and it's a, a shift of statement of making the perpetrators appear to be victims. I mean, some people <clears throat> go that extreme. They don't use those exact words, but they imply that it's everybody else's fault but the person that did the crime. I don't think most people will stand for that, especially politically. And uh, I'm very leery of approaches that that open with that statement. Do we got to help people? Sure. But to say that it's not their fault, um, that's a pretty tough bar for me to accept. All right. And, that, and that's a typical, unfortunately, topic from the left, isn't it? I mean, that's that's it. Focus, create a distraction, create uh, a focus on the victims. And, you know, we're, we're in a city where we've got, we're approaching 70 murders in the city. By gun. By gun. Right. That's, that's so a, let, let me check that's a, over here on the left to see if that's a typical response from us. Um, in <laughs> fact, I think what, what our response is rooted in is the understanding that we're all human beings, that the human beings face different challenges and that they are the product of their environment. And so if we raise people in an environment that leads them to having fewer choices, less hope, then they're going to make poorer choices. And so that's where some of the things that we are doing, like, like our describing 
described before, anti-racism, poverty reduction, and youth equity may well actually be building up those communities and changing the future for many people. And so I that's where the, you already I think hit the left the nail comes on the from. Head. We don't know what's working. Well, well and I agree, and that's a problem. I agree with that. And we should see if there are other metrics that we can find and to see whether this stuff is working. That I'm works. On it. Let's talk well, about it. Well, the crux is, is how much does the government have to be involved in raising people? And the, and the question is, is how much responsibility do you put on the government? The government can help with things. They can create opportunities. But I get concerned when people point to the government and say, you know, it's your responsibility to raise these but I would or, or say, change sorry this to interrupt, or do that. But it's I'd hard. say if there's a risk of my daughter being shot down in the street just because she's walking in a neighborhood, then I want the government to do whatever's necessary to not make that happen okay. or to see if Mandatory they can stop that school. from happening. Everybody must have a job. You know, I, I'm not sure I want to live in Guaranteed a state minimum like that. income. I'm liking how you're talking I, about that. I got some <laughs> concerns with that, and I think a lot of people do. It's it's not an easy thing to solve, and there's politics in it, I think, is the point here. All right, I'm going to have to cap that. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.